What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad. It is a full house tonight. Joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. Terrence. What's up? And Carrie. What's good? Uh, we're going to get right into business today because we all have new games uh, that we want to talk about. Um, I guess I'll start. I hate y'all. <laughs> I hate all of you. You sh- you guys should have been telling me, and, and you might have. Someone someone can go back and listen to to when you guys were talking about the Outer Worlds a couple of weeks ago and see if Mass Effect was invoked. But I've been playing I the Outer Worlds. So. I don't think it was. I don't think it was either. And, if and y'all, like, I don't have I, any real experience with Mass Effect, so I know I wouldn't have made. Well, that well I'm not as mad at you, Carrie, because you're right. You don't have experience with Mass Effect, but y'all, <laughs> your other two, the other two <laughs> that have both played all the Mass Effect I've games, said something about like. No, I think I believe I said like the levels themselves are like bite size, like Mass Effect. Yeah, but you They're didn't tell me that the world. that the that the interactions and and. You know the gameplay to some extent is is like I said, somewhat reminiscent of that. <laughs> the words "mass" and "effect" were invoked at some point. So look, my 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 point is this: the Outer Worlds is the is the spiritual sequel to Mass Effect that I had no idea was was coming. This is basically a first person Mass Effect game, for all intents and purposes. I mean, I mean, it's really the spiritual successor to Fallout. No, New it's Vegas. no, it's it is. There is. <laughs> let me tell you something. There is. I have played. I haven't played Fallout New Vegas, but I have played Fallout Three, and there is a lot less bullshit in this game than there is in Fallout Three, which uh, is my experience. There's a lot experience. less bullshit in Fallout New Vegas than there is in Fallout Three. Well, that too. may that may be true. <laughs> that may be true. But uh like there's a reason why Fallout New Vegas is everyone's favorite contemporary Fallout. Well, maybe I need to go play Fallout New Vegas at some point when, yes. they, come, when they come out with an HD. I've been saying this to <laughs> everyone for the last decade. So yes, I like New Vegas. Vegas. My my issue my issue with those games is I feel like you have to like talk to everybody. And get every quest imaginable. And I don't feel like I have to do that in this one. Like you certainly don't, because there's a 12 minute run through in this game. Yeah. Like like there was a <laughs> like I'm in um I'm in what what is it, Stellar Bay or or I think that's the I think that's yeah, the area Stellar that Bay. I'm in. And uh there's this woman that was like screaming at me. She's like, I need your help with something. So I walk up to her, I was like, What's up? And she's like, Can you go look at this thing? And like she sounded kind of hurt, like what she wanted me to do sounded kind of boring. So I'm just like, No. Nah. I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go do what I was doing before uh finding this weird cannibal family out in the fucking woods and that was uh, wild. and having fun with that that was, that was wild. So I remember that mission. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like why can't why they lock the door, you know? <laughs> So look, I don't I don't I know the woman that you, I know the woman that you're talking about uh that was yelling and screaming yeah. like, "Hey, can you do this for me? Can you go find my son, my baby yeah, boy?" Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I did, and I'm like, oh, I did too, and then I was, and then I was, and then I was mad. Right, like, like mad. for me, I'm like, no, I have oh. to. This, this, this guy at the docks wants a wants a poster really bad. I'm gonna go talk. To, I'm gonna go get him his poster. Yeah. He really needs. I it. like that guy. At the docks. <laughs> he, that's a nice boy. I like that kid. I like him a lot. Yeah, I got him his poster back. Yeah, yeah. I just stole it. 
<laughs> I like I threatened I threatened the person who was like keeping it from him with grave bodily harm. I was like, don't you do my boy like this. I'll I think, fucking kill you. I think, I think I I think I lied to her. I think I told her that I was a tossball like celebrity or something like that. <laughs> and uh we, we all three did different things. Yeah. You you said you were gonna kill her. You were like, nah, bitch, I'm <laughs> I'm such and such. And I just stole it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's so that's like I said. Uh, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend too terribly much time on it. I really like the the upgrade system. Um, mm-hmm. How you when you dump skill points into stuff, it kind of raises everything until you get to like like a mid you know mid range level, and then you can start yeah customizing yeah. you know fine tuning a little bit more. Um, I like pretty much all of the companions that I've discovered so far. I think I'm still missing one of them. Um, but uh, but yeah, I like all the companions so far. They all are. Uh, like the cut of their jib. Um, uh, Nyoka is definitely my favorite one to this point. Uh, the drunk uh, tracker, basically. She's yeah. pretty cool. And I like the Sam robot that uh, that follows you around. He is the perfect amount Sam, of humor. Sam is delightful. Yeah, he's, he's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I, I like the game. Um, I don't know what about this uh, is is striking it better for me than like the Fallout or basically like any Bethesda game uh, doesn't do. Probably probably the lack of pure openness I like because again I've I've talked about it before it. You put me in the middle of a giant fucking go anywhere map and I'm just gonna freeze up and feel like that it takes forever to get from point A to point B. Um, but yeah, Outer Worlds is really good. It ha- it has the seal of approval from all four members of this podcast. So if you have not played it yet. Uh, you should probably, probably do that. You should do it. Yeah. Yes. It's a good game. <clears throat> so, but yeah, that's very good. Um, Micah, I, I assume that because of all the hype <laughs> that, uh, that Control is getting with its eight VGA nominations that you felt it necessary to finally go back and check out this gaming masterpiece. Yeah, I did. And I, to be honest with you, it goes in places that I never thought uh, it would go into like you play as this black girl from Gary, Indiana, who's the youngest of 10 children, whose goal is to get out from under her father's <laughs> oppressiveness what the fuck to create that? a third studio album called Control. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hilarious. That's you like my Jetta Jackson humor there, Terrence. Yeah, I didn't um, know where you were going with. I knew who you were talking about, but I didn't know how <laughs> you were going to end. I'm an idiot for not realizing that's what you're going to do. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Control is uh, developed by Remedy, the uh, and published by Five Hundred Five. Remedy are the Max Payne people, and um, I was like, "Yo, all right, there's 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 a reason why this game is." Um, on so many game of the year uh, lists or whatever. So I said, all right, let me just go ahead and buy it. And um, it's, it's actually really good. Like, like it's, um, it's, it's third person. It's, it's the same type of third person perspective uh, shooter. Uh, And much like Max Payne. And when you, when you get, um, in the beginning, you don't have like any powers or anything like that, so it just feels like a lame Max Payne. But once you start getting all of your powers, then things feel different and feel cool. And uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. I would pick it up on sale 
if you like these type of games. Um, game of the year, I don't know yet. Uh, you know, I haven't played <laughs> too much about it. Uh, uh, too much of it. Does it <laughs> is it worthy of the uh, two voice performances of the year and soundtrack of the year and game direction of the year and action adventure <laughs> game of the year? <laughs> direction, maybe. Uh, none of that other stuff. Maybe voice, <laughs> but none of that other stuff. Um, but yeah, like the, like art direction. All right. It's more than just, uh, just a bunch of office buildings, right? Like it's like, it's like office buildings meets like that one scene in Dr. Strange where everything is kind of folding in on itself. Um, it's still really, really early, but in terms of like gameplay mechanics, uh, I do, uh, this is, this is all right. This is pretty good. Like I kind of wish Max Payne had like telekinesis and telekinetic <laughs> powers and shit. Like, cause that's what this is. It's Max Payne without all the jumping and telekinesis. Like you can pick up damn near anything and throw it at people, or you can bring things to you, or you can fly. Like it's once the powers open up, the game opens up and you feel you feel powerful. Uh and that's something that uh games like this need to have. Um, it's, it's got like this weird, like Metroid layout. And once you go into the house, so is there's a lot of backtracking. And once you get certain powers, certain places open up, it's pretty good. I wouldn't rush out to buy it though. Mm -hmm. Like it's not game of the year. No, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what happens when you get to the ending, just because like I said, that was the big point of contention for Jack when he played it. Yeah. Jack said the ending sucks. I'm like, oh, okay. Like you said, it, he, if he, he literally he literally took a point off his score because of the ending. Yeah, I'm like, is that bad? Like, uh, but you know, Jack is Jack is very extreme. <laughs> so very, <laughs> I'm very curious to see how bad this ending is. But it's got this weird like X Files, you know, Twin Peaks vibe to it. So if you if you and it's. It's like slow, deliberate science fiction, right? So if that's your thing, um, check it out. But you get get it on sale. Like, don't, like what? Like what? It. What is the correct price to pay for Control? Forty dollars for Control. I and how is. much did what it on sale last week? Did you get it on Black Friday sale? Or did it you wasn't buy, on sale. You pay for? Yeah, yeah, I just paid. Oh, PS4 was. It was like it was. Thirty nine ninety nine or something like that, or thirty five. Oh, it was like yeah. thirty bucks. Oh, yeah. well, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but get it, get it, get it for that price. So wait till it goes on sale again. All right, all right. Uh, Terrence, you have decided that you want to punch yourself in the face because uh, you've been playing Remnant from the Ashes. That's an interesting way to put it. Is it? Isn't it yeah, Dark Souls actually, with guns, basically? Fun. Yes, <laughs> to a certain extent. Um, this was on sale for twenty four ninety nine, and I wanted to play it when it first came out, but I wasn't sure. Uh, so I said, "Fuck it," and I picked it up. This is in my top five games of the year. <laughs> Shocking! I think I've only played ten games. Because, <laughs> like, look, I don't just I don't just shoot I don't, I don't just pick games up just willy nilly like Micah. Um, like I pick up what really, really looks interesting to me, and I play it. And most of the time, I actually end up liking it. But anyway, this game is kind of it's. It's Dark Souls esque in that enemies can take you out in like 
three to four hits, depending on what the enemy it is. The enemies are difficult, but it's a third-person shooter at the same time. So what happens? So what happens with the game is, uh, and when you die, you don't lose the stuff that you collected. You keep everything. So that's something that in Souls games, you you always lose experience or whatever. But in this game, what happens is, you as you go through the game, you pick up traits or trait cards depending on what you do. Like you can play multiplayer, and you get a trait that uh, gives you an extended rage for um, multiplayer. I think you get an increased uh, damage bonus and things like that. Uh, you also get mods for your guns. You collect guns, you collect mods, you collect um, armor for your character. So you can kind of create your own builds. I've played three playthroughs so far of the game. The first playthrough took 20 hours. Uh, second playthrough took about nine. And the third was like seven. Uh, the, thing that, the, the thing that the game does is everything is randomly generated. There's 20 bosses. So if you, your first playthrough, you're not going to see everything the game has. Because you'll see maybe 10 of the bosses per playthrough. Sometimes you'll get the same bosses in the second playthrough. Um, and then they also have an adventure mode where you can go to each individual. There's four, there's four realms you can go to. You can just pick a realm and you can fight through adventure mode. Then you could re-roll the level to fight through it again to try to get new bosses and collect more mods and more traits. Um, it's a dope game. Like, it's really fun. Uh... If it came, it came out at forty bucks. It wasn't sixty dollars when it came out, so they kind of knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much um, advertisement the game got, but uh, it's fun. Like if you like leveling your character up and like creating builds for your character, there's like thirty-five different guns, uh, mm-hmm. over thirty traits. There's a bunch of different mods, and mods are what you put on the gun. Like one mod, you can um, shoot out a swarm from your hand. And then you do sustained damage. Another mod, you can shoot turrets. You can throw turrets down on the ground that have sustained damage. You can throw another mod that had that gives you health back. Uh, one mod gives you increased damage. So, like messing with the mods and the traits and being able to reroll your character and the level over and over again, there's a lot of replay uh, replayability to it. Uh, yeah, it's definitely in my top five of games this year. Hmm. At twenty five bucks, it was well worth the twenty five dollars I spent on it. Like a lot of people have played it, but I would, I would, if you like those types of games, like Souls games, again, it's not as hard, but it, it can get difficult. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It took me a couple tries to beat some of the bosses. Uh, but if you like leveling your character up and creating builds and shit like that, I don't see why you wouldn't play this game. Like it's really fun. Very fun. Like seriously. Somebody told just, me I should just, get that. And I was just like, I, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> Like, no, like <laughs> it seems hard. <laughs> it's not. It, it it is. And then you have multiplayer. You have fucking um two, three player multiplayer. Like what they do with multiplayer is they just kind of give the enemies more health and they hit a little <laughs> hard. But of course, because it's three people shooting them at the same time. Right. Um, and then it's kind of fun to see the other builds that people have that you run around with. No, but it's fun. It's cool. It's a really fun game. Cool. Underrated. Very underrated. And then Carrie, uh, you have been continuing to play Monster Hunter World. Have you gotten into the Iceborne content yet? Iceborne's not out on PC. Oh, yet. that's right. That's right. You have to wait till January for that shit. Yeah. So I think January 9th is when it comes out. Um, so yeah, basically what I'm trying to do is make sure that I have everything up to snuff by the time that uh Iceborne and Master Rank shit comes around. Uh so yeah. 
still just uh, rolling in Monster Hunter World. Um, fortunately, right now, like all of the events are up and running, and like all of the special shit is running right now because it's the end of the year, mm-hmm. and so they're. I think it's like through. I think through the release of Iceborne, they're running like all of the event quests and whatnot. So a uh, really good way to get your hunter rank up. I'm trying to get up to 100 right now, just so that I can make sure that I have access to everything. I think 100 is like the last sort of like barrier um, as far as like what quests are available. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're playing monster hunter on PC, hit me up. Um, I run Lance. I'm not going to say I'm particularly good at it. <laughs> I think they dropped like two new bosses, didn't they? Didn't they drop, drop two new monsters for uh, Monster Hunter uh, Iceborne? Like yesterday? Uh, like maybe. I, I've deliberately not gone out of my way to look at what okay. they've been putting in that because I want I want to go in sort of fresh. Right. Yeah, so. I think, yeah. I think they added two new. So Yeah. So ready to get my ass kicked. Very cool. Oh yeah. right, and I also played no everybody's golf. I picked that up for like. I saw that. I saw that you got trophies in there. I meant to ask you about that. I totally <laughs> forgot. Have, have you played it? I Did dude, I lo- I love everybody's golf. It's a great fucking yeah, game. Yeah, me too. It's fun. Like it's just, I, like I love a fun golf game. It's really fun. Like I played my first uh, online match when I came in. 922nd place. Oh no, in the you, tournament. Yeah, you are sorry, you are you are <laughs> not gonna you are not gonna beat the fucking like Japanese fucking sharks yeah, there that, was play, a bunch of that play that game. Man. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> how the fuck do you have negative fifteen? How you have fifteen under par? Fuck you, yo. But but anyway, no, it's really like I was shocked because you have like your own world hub that you mm-hmm. can just run around in and then you win as you win tournaments, like you collect people and then just kind of walk it around and you can do little emotes and shit. It's a fun game. It's super simplistic. I can like listen to music while I'm playing it. I don't have to have I don't have to be super focused. Um, it's fun. And the character creation system is is kind of bonkers. Yeah, there's like, a lot of shit you can like do. Like real characters, but the the amount of, of of customization you can put on your character is crazy. It really is. Like you can create anybody in that game. How much should I, how much fun. did you pay for that? That was like 5 to 10 bucks. Oh lord, that's an amazing there. price. Yo, yeah, it's on sale steal. now. It's on sale now. Like, and it's on the uh, end of the year sale for PlayStation, uh, PS4. Fantastic. Well, Michael will buy that before we're done recording this podcast, and then uh, uh, Michael, like, has, Michael has already bought it. <laughs> Michael bought that a couple a couple months fun. ago. But you never played it. No, I've played it. I've talked about it on the show. Remember that? I've talked uh, about how uh, I got my wife to play that game. She loves that game. Oh, yeah, that game is super fun, man. Like. It's so simple, but it's yeah. Man, it's fun. Now, it's now fun. I want to love it. Now, now I almost want to do an everybody's golf, uh, dense pixels <laughs> round. That'd be that'd be quite a thing. I don't even know how how fucking match made or uh, not or like private multiplayer works in that game. I never even investigated it because I never thought that I'd know anyone that was actually going to be online have playing no that clue shit. How to do it? Yeah, yeah. We'd have to figure it out. So, but very cool. Like so all all good stuff from us this week. Um, with with stuff we've been playing. Uh, if there's new stuff that you want to play, you better check out new releases. Now, it's going to be more robust than usual because Carrie's the one that populated this. She always puts everything on the list. I usually cut out <laughs> dumb bullshit that I don't feel like uh, even mentioning, but uh, we're going to talk about it all. Wait, are you sure you cut out dumb bullshit? No, you don't. I do. There's always some dumb shit. Oh no, I purpose I purposely leave I purposely leave the dumbest thing on there so that we can uh, we can laugh at it. Um 
mostly PC releases this week. So MechWarrior 5 comes out for PC. Uh, Call of Juarez Gunslinger comes to the Nintendo Switch. So if you've been waiting a for a game. new Call of Juarez game. Is it like the it's other not. Call of Juarez's or is it something different? That's the old game, isn't it? I don't Unless think so. A... I think Gunslinger's a new one. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, okay. So probably does. <laughs> yeah, I bet like, you. I bet you it doesn't play exactly like the old ones though. One. Yeah. Um, Shovel Knight Showdown and Shovel Knight King of Cards comes to all consoles, and then on Switch, the Shovel Knight uh, Treasure Trove, which has all of the Shovel Knight and and expansions, uh, is coming out as well. Uh, Black Sad Under the Skin comes out on all consoles. Dead End Job comes out on all consoles. Terminator Resistance comes on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD comes to PC. Dragon Quest Builders 2 comes to PC. And the new Hearthstone set, Descent of Dragons, uh, comes to PC and mobile as well. And that is Terminator Resistance is out in other countries, if I'm not mistaken. Or is that on PC? It might be on PC. Because. Cause like uh, I've seen reviews for it, and like the the mainstream sites have been like thrashing it. But people that like <laughs> really like Terminator love the game. So it's like it's really weird. There's like no in between. Like it's either garbage or like this is pretty decent. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, it released in like Australia already. Yes, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh. Yep, looks bad. <laughs> I, mean, first, I mean, it's just like a it's a generic first person shooter, but it's got like Terminators in it. Is and it uh, seem a lot like it? Is it like that one Terminator game that as long as you beat it, every trophy was a gold trophy? <laughs> yeah. And you could and you can and you could platinum it in like three hours because it's a short game. It was like nine nine gold <laughs> trophies and a platinum. <laughs> That this was, was way yeah. That was that was one of the earliest uh, how, trophy farming games for sure. Right. Nobody knew how the trophy system really worked. It was like, oh, right, whatever. Here, that's <laughs> a stupid trophy. Um, and Evan and Avatar do something similar. You could get like, uh, I think I think Avatar was just gamer score because I don't think that had yeah, trophies. Gamer score. You can get that in like ten minutes. <laughs> Some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, look. Go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash densepixels. Subscribe. Go to, to go to densepixels.com slash premium for all of our premium shows. When you do when you go to densepixels.com slash premium, you get a couple options. You can either pay five dollars a month, or if you're frugal, you can pay fifty dollars and get two months for free. That's two months free. Who doesn't like free? I love you. Free. <laughs> You're constantly like Mike, Mike, Micah would definitely be the guy that picks the $5 a month option yeah. but but Terrence would take the $50 for the year option to pay less money because he is a, he is a smart consumer unlike Micah don't be like Micah just pay $50 for the entire year <laughs> I'm really upset that I missed that <laughs> <laughs> I could have saved $20, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you subscribe to our premium slate of shows, you uh, you get a bunch of, of extra content, including the airing of grievances, which I talked to Jay. We are going to get back on those. Um, uh, no Time to Bleed, uh, which is our action movie review podcast. Uh, the Men with the Golden Tongues. 
the Iron Man of the premium slate, uh, the unsung heroes, uh, hosted by yours truly and, uh, Brad, um, and four episodes of the look forward political podcast. You see, normally they tease you with just an hour of look forward, but if you want to go behind the paywall, where all the really interesting where shit, where shit gets weird, begin. believe me. Yeah, yeah, gets real weird. I don't know if any of you listened to the last episode of uh, the Nerd Apocalypse when Jay made reference to uh, Google searching Melania, uh, but he said there's something <laughs> that you could find. <laughs> that's the kind of that's the kind of Jesus Christ! Oh my God, that was fucking hilarious! <laughs> like really, okay. That's the kind of content that is behind the paywall of Look Forward. Um, but you can subscribe to all of TMP's shows, uh, including Black on Black Cinema, uh, which we just uh, did a, a, a recording for uh, that will be airing this week uh, on a film called uh, Loose. Um, Dense Pixels, this show, obviously. And the flagship show, The Nerdpocalypse. Um, go to densepixels.com slash premium. Yeah, and don't forget Coming Distractions as well, where Mike and I just did a special episode where we reviewed yes. the No Time to Die trailer. So you get to hear us yes. nerd out for 15 minutes about uh, if, the new uh, movie. If you people like that, we're, we're thinking about maybe doing that for big movies. So, oh, did I, uh, did, did we, did we spark a, uh, a new concept for, uh, for coming to strength? Yes. Yes. Much like, uh, everything in this network, all of the good ideas come from these two guys <laughs> and, Brad, and then Jay steals them. So <laughs> it turns but into yes. his own. Also so. coming to coming distractions next week. I'm seeing cats. Oh boy. I actually, I'm actually really looking forward to that review. Um, I I cannot wait to see if we get like I said wine carry, um, for the first time since your five your Fifty Shades review. Yeah. So. Oh, oh it's. Mm hmm. It's gonna be awesome. Yes. And uh, mm -hmm. and again to just to just to just to promote the premium content one last time, uh, the next episode of the Men with the Golden Tongues is gonna be a doozy. Um, you can vote on the initial seedings for the Bond theme song tournament. Uh, I've seen the current rankings so far. They're interesting in terms of the in terms of the initial seeds, and uh, and we hope to get Carrie on for that episode as well, as long as she can accommodate uh, the recording schedule, which will take care of the tiebreaker problem. Because then we'll have a three man yeah. booth, and uh, and, uh, and inevitably Carrie will side with Micah whenever possible. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so at all. God, that's going to be really fun. So yeah, like I said, really sign up for premium. Um, especially when that episode drops, because it's gonna be it's gonna be good. And on to the news. Uh, apparently, Redbox no longer vi rents video games out and will end game sales by the end of this year. Uh, they said that they are going to be exclusively focusing on movies from now on. And I got to say that that doesn't really surprise me. Um, I would imagine that it's a lot so cheaper. They never did rent them. They just fucking got them stolen. Right. Right. I was about to say, I it's a whole lot cheaper to just resupply a, a, a movie than it is a $60 right. game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, I think the way the scam worked is you would use it like a prepaid credit card that had like enough money on it to rent the game and then 
you just had it basically from that and, point forward. Oh, you, you, you did that, or, or you fucking you brought it into GameStop and tried to sell it to me for thirty dollars cash, <laughs> and I'd be like, nah. <laughs> so when you took it back to the red box, you put like a fucking CDR in there. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. Same goddamn thing. So, listen, we we are the wrong people to talk to. To my to my knowledge, none of us have ever rented a game from a red box. Correct. No. Once. Once. I haven't once. even rented a movie from a game from a Redbox. It's actually true. I haven't either. For that, uh, I always feel yeah, like I'm gonna get. I always feel like I'm gonna get robbed if I go to a Redbox. <laughs> 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 it depends on where you. Like I went to the one around across the street from um <laughs> Milford. <laughs> yes, yeah, not. Hey, that's yeah, sketchy as so, shit, dude. Nah. Look, 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 I have no fear. That's fair. <laughs> like, because I got. I, I, look, I'm not about to go up to a red box. <laughs> there's one right. No. There's one in front of my. Uh, what is that? The fucking. The yeah, there's one at like Rofo. every fucking Rofo yeah. in Maryland. <laughs> every single one. But you know what? I don't trust half the Rofos in Maryland. Well, I, I don't. One. It's right next to me. There's it's, one around this corner. Pretty safe. That's safe. Yeah. It's like new. Nope. <laughs> so uh the box art for resident evil 3 remake has leaked online uh, most people are suspecting that this will be formally announced at the game awards later this week um on the cover we see an updated design for jill valentine uh i believe carlos is that character's name correct that's alongside sure. her i believe so and i've then, never and played resident evil 3 really interesting and then the yeah, um that's the and only the one i've never played wow so, Really? Yeah. I've even played that before. I told you, Resident Evil 3 did one of my favorite things where they they do take your knowledge of the previous game and use it against you because you do have to traipse through the police station (laughs) real quick. And I had, like, there's a point where you're walking by the, like, the staircase in the Grand Hall. And, like, in the second game, like, the zombies would pop out when you walked by the window. So I was, like, psyching myself up to fucking walk by there because I knew that (laughs) shit was about to happen. And, of course, it didn't. They're just fucking with you. And then when you walk into the file room, which is like a fucking safe room, all of a sudden, boom, Nemesis comes in behind you and you have to start, like, fucking booking it back to the main lobby. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if people who otherwise haven't played the early Resident Evil games are have been, like, experiencing 2 for the first time via the remaster, and they thought Mr. X was scary, <laughs> mm, you, you're in for a rude surprise when you meet Nemesis for the first time. Yeah, it's like it's like it's and like Nemesis going from the fucking asshole. Yeah, it's like going from like Walking Dead zombies to like World War Z zombies, basically. Yeah, right? when, when you're talking about Nemesis, <laughs> Mr. X to Nemesis. So, like I said, look forward to that game getting announced. I'm sure it's going to be massively successful, much as Resident Evil 2 was. Resident Evil 2 has almost caught up to like Resident Evil 2 remake. The sales have almost caught up to what Resident Evil 2 did. On its initial launch, like the original version of the game, when it first came, it's kind of ridiculous. It is kind of ridiculous, yeah. and I would imagine three. I'm not surprised because it came out on PlayStation One only, right? Yes, it did, but still, PlayStation One was like the system back in the day. Mm-hmm. True. So, but also, like, I don't, three is. I don't know what I feel about more successful. this design in this. He looks a little. He looks a lot more humanoid in this. He has a nose. <laughs> He's got a full ass nose in this game. It's kind of strange. Or well, this this design at least it looks kind of weird. This redesign. It, 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 <laughs> he, it will still be terrifying. So <laughs> yeah, it, it don't matter if he has a nose or not when he's booking it at you from down fucking, the hallway. Fucking mumbling stars under his breath at you when he's just fucking moseying towards you. 
getting ready nope. to kill your ass. Nope. Um, I don't play these games. News that is going to ruin uh, Carrie's April. Persona 5 Royal Edition is coming to the U.S. on March 31st, 2020. Yep. Uh, after it's been out in Japan since October. Uh, this caused quite the ruckus inside of our fan group, densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, many people are very excited. Many people that are curious about Persona 5 are looking to check it out for the first time. And if you're going to do it, why not do it in this best of edition uh, yep. that is coming out? Persona 5 was nine bucks the last week. I didn't mm-hmm. pick it up because I heard there's like a hundred hours worth of gameplay. I don't feel like spending that much time. I mean, I finished <laughs> the game in 65, which blew most of my friends away because they were like, it took me 90 hours to do this. And I thought I was quick. Um, no, I just read fucking fast. Um, yeah, no, I've already got the Phantom Thieves edition pre-ordered. I, I ain't worried. The, yeah, the $89 edition. <laughs> Because I want, I want the soundtrack and I want the the Joker mask. So that's right. You cosplayed him anyway, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. So. And I'll actually be cosplaying him at Magfest again. Well, there you go. Uh, this year. So, uh, yeah. No, I'm fucking excited. Um, like, like I wasn't going to buy this. <laughs> I think you I think when I think when they announced it originally, you'd already committed yourself to. Yeah, as soon as they were like, hey, we're doing an updated version of Persona 5, we've got a new character, and like, another 30 plus hours worth of gameplay, I was like, sold, like, here's my money, thanks. Um, But I mean, for a, you know, for a collector's edition, um, 90 bucks isn't bad, that comes with the Joker mask, art book, soundtrack, uh, collector's box, etc. So... Cool, fuck me up. I'm ready to spend all of April playing this game. Uh, the rest of us will be I'm waiting glad... anxiously for Cyberpunk to come out. <laughs> in oh, yeah. April, so. I'm, I'm just glad that this comes out um, at the end of March. Um, I'm cool with that because I've got shit coming out in January that I'm going to have to finish first. So, Because the remake of um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions mm-hmm. comes to the Switch in January. And I got to finish that. Good? that. Yes, it was. Yes, it was very good. It was very weird, but very good. It's a fun game. It has good music. It has a really fun battle system. Um, yeah, absolutely get Tokyo Mirage Sessions Encore for Switch if you didn't play it on the, <laughs> the, the, the speed, the, the speed to which Michael like twitched and started typing away. As soon as you should absolutely get that game, you was terrifying. On Amazon right now through our oh, he, Amazon. Oh, link. he would. Oh, he would buy it just through the Switch itself. Michael doesn't have time to put a yeah, cartridge in a game slot. Get out of here. Yeah, that's fair. I don't even. I don't even know if the thing opens. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know where you put it. So. Uh, speaking of news that will please many people out there, uh, Bayonetta and Vanquish are getting 4K 60 frames per second remaster coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Um, comes out on February 18, 2020. You can buy the games individually for $24.99 or as a bundle uh, in a steelbook case if you buy the physical version for $39.99. Um, Bayonetta, of course, has been re-released before on the Nintendo Switch and, and Wii U, uh, but a lot of people have really been pining for a Vanquish remaster. And uh, we're finally getting that for Anchorage the first time ten years later. It was one of my favorite games of last generation. Yeah, I and it's, it was it's a Shinji Mikami like, game. It's really like it's a it's good. a like, good a good game. It's Gears of War on crack. Like he is so fast in that game, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm gonna pick this up. 
I'm gonna I'm buying this. I love both of those games. But I believe they were both already at 60 frames. Or at least Bayonetta was. I don't know about Vanquish because like there was a lot going on in that game. I don't mm-hmm. know if the if the hardware could keep up with the what Probably was going not. on. Um, but yeah, I will definitely buy Vanquish as well. Um, I only yeah. played a little bit of that game, but I always it's, it's one of those ones I meant to get back to. Um, but a game like that, like doing in, doing it 4K 60, that's that's nice yeah. right there. That's 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 a good one. So <laughs> looking looking forward to checking that out uh, when it comes out. Only twenty five dollars too. What a great price! I'm glad they didn't uh, glad they didn't gouge everybody on that. Um, speed and gouging, folks. Why the fuck is there going to be a full size Commodore 64 revival? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> because last year they made Just like off. a small version. You're right. Because for whatever fucking reason, people were like, ah, yes, you know what I need in my life? A new Commodore 64. For like the seven and a half people who wanted that, they made a small one. That's, that's the thing. And now for the remaining 3.7 dumbasses, all of whom are probably somewhere in Europe, um, who really want a full-size Commodore 64, uh, they're, they're doing it. My, Micah says nostalgia. Here's the thing, though. Not even the no. three of us are old enough to have played the Commodore 64 when it was originally available. I was about to say, nostalgia is getting out of control. (laughs) This is is ridiculous. Yeah, what's the, what's the, uh, what's the target for this one? 40 plus? 40 plus? Try 50 plus. No, I'm 40. No, the the Atari's not 50 years old yet. The Atari 2600 came out. Came out when? When did the Commodore come out? 70s? That's what I'm saying. Forty plus. Yeah. So, so the the Atari Twenty Six Hundred came out in 1977, and the Commodore Sixty Four came out in '82. Yeah. Oh, okay. But thirty-seven no one, years. But no one cares. So I, was, I was one. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. Like, that. like, what are you gonna do with it? All of my. What are you gonna do with all it? of my contemporaries? Either had an Atari, like an Intellivision, or. They just waited for the NES to come out, and they played. I that. I had an Atari in the house as a kid because my mom had one, um, and I played the shit out of some Frogger as a kid, um, but like I I don't think I even knew what the fuck a Commodore was until I was <laughs> in high school. It's a member of a band. <laughs> <laughs> Commodore. Oh, he was the name of a band. Which, yeah, which, my my um, my favorite Commodore sixty four <laughs> reference is a is a former NHL player called named Mike Commodore used to wear number sixty four. So the back of his jersey would always say Commodore sixty four, which is pretty funny. Speaking, speaking of old systems, when is that that new um at Kickstarter or the Indiegogo system that's supposed to be coming out this year? What's it called? Is it the Atari one or? Oh yeah, that is the Atari one. Yeah. Have you heard about that? Did you hear the story about that? How no. much it's going to cost? No, how much the is it price going to cost? points? <laughs> price points? The most plural? expensive one is Yeah, plural. Because it's nothing but a like it's just like a it's nothing but like a laptop. Um I think the start I think it starts at two hundred and you can go all the way to three hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> Wait, three three eighty at the top for end? The, for, yeah, I'm dead serious. Yeah. That is for an Atari? That's Whatever more than a current generation console costs. Exactly. Yo, I don't the the Atari twenty six hundred. You're gonna be able to play on it. 
okay, the Atari 2600, when it launched, was $199. Now, in 2018 dollars, that's like 800 bucks. Man, Tommy, Tommy Tallarico needs to settle down. Tommy Tallarico is <laughs> one of the biggest bullshitters on the face of the earth. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. I'm about to say, man. The only... <laughs> What the fuck was that game? That electric electric playground. playground yeah, yep. with him, him and uh, was it Victor Victor Lucas? Soundtracks for games. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I used to watch G four back in the day. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. Fucking playground. Yeah. So it, is it the Atari system or is it? I can't remember what it what it is, but like yeah, it was a Kickstarter for it, and they're finally releasing it, quote unquote, in March of next year. When there are already going to be new fucking consoles coming out like seven months. Yeah, what later. a what a fucking and dumb time like to do that one for three hundred and eighty dollars. Man, <laughs> the base the, ba- the base model's two fifty. Like like they might have gotten it That's- for less on the Kickstarter, but the base model's two fifty. The 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 modern controller for it is going to cost fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, fuck you. That's what, what you that's what it's called by the way. Like a, the modern controller. There's Yo, a classic up, controller yeah. and the Xbox modern it. controller. <laughs> it's insane. I, I saw a video for it yesterday, and I'm like, I don't believe them. <laughs> but like, well, at, like I said, though, at least wow. at least one of them does have the uh, the 80s dashboard uh, wood grain trim on the front, so that can look very nice on your on your entertainment center. Look, that's what I would want. <laughs> that's that's, that's the Atari box. that I had as a kid before my mom fucking sold it at a yard sale for $15. <laughs> she, she fucking, she flipped it at a yard sale and then was like, hey, I got $15 for the Atari. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, she sold that shit without so much as even floating the idea to me. I'm still mad. How, how dare that parent not float an idea <laughs> of funds to their child? <laughs> Do what the hell I want with my money. God damn it. Yeah. yeah the Atari so buy every video game on the planet. 800 is what it's called. <laughs> oh, shit. So, if anyone has an Atari 2600 that they want to sell me, uh, let me know. How much are you I, willing to pay for an Atari 2600? <laughs> Twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the correct price to pay for that. Honestly, I don't know how much they games. sell for these days. <laughs> Probably not much. No, I can't imagine that much unless you bought one that was like still in shrink wrap, basically. So, yeah. Um, to the surprise of not me, uh, Bethesda has ended development on the Elder Scrolls Legends card game. Turns out, when you make a really cheap Hearthstone knockoff, and nobody goes to play it. It can't last that long. Um, they have decided that they are not going to uh, – any new development or release has been put on hold indefinitely, according to Christian Van Hoos of Bethesda. Um, means they've canceled the card set promised in the April development roadmap, and they've also canceled the planned console release uh, for the Elder Scrolls Legends. Um, I don't know anyone that plays this game still, um, so I'm not too shocked that this news is happening, but a bummer uh, if you do yeah, play Yeah, I was going to say, like – I don't know anyone who plays it, but like it kind of sucks because I heard that it was like pretty good, um, all things considered. So it it really was a poor Hearthstone <laughs> knockoff. It, I mean, like it really was. Like I played it when it first came out, and unless they've completely overhauled the 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 game design, it was not that good. It was not that mm-hmm. good. There are definitely better card card uh, card games out there for sure. So. 
So has there been a studio that has fallen so quickly in one year? <laughs> than Bethesda? No, but you and know maybe what? Bioware? Bioware. No, yeah. Bioware. Bi- really? Bioware fell harder. Because no, you know because what? It took at, two at the, games the... for them to fall. Like Bethesda did let out fucking seventy six, and they were like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing?" And then all this, all the other games, like um, I believe, was that the uh, the New Order game or the New Blood game? The uh, uh, Wolfenstein. Cat, Wolfenstein. Apparently, that was trash. Also, yeah, uh, I didn't hear anything about that when that came out. Yeah, everybody um, said that was garbage. Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't hear anything about that, but Bethesda has like. Doom coming out early next year mm-hmm. that people are pretty fucking excited about. Um, and assuming that that's good, that'll be good for them. And then whenever they release new details on Elder Scrolls Six, like yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'm playing. <laughs> Whenever the hell that's coming out. I, what's yeah. that space? What's that space game? Starfield. Yeah, Starfield. Which is supposed to come out before yes or Elder Scrolls Six, for the record. So. We'll see. Yeah, I think Starfield's going to come out next year. Another two years. That would be nice. I, 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 like I said, all the shit I give them, I am curious to see what a spacefaring game from them is going to look like. Because, I mean, you know me. All you need to do is put your game in outer space. And yeah, I'm, that's why I'm, you I'm like at least going to be interested. Right. <clears throat> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what, Starfield? You said you're buying it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy it. For mm-hmm. the same reason Brad said. Because it's in space. That's it. That's it. That's it. I don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Like, what the fuck? So look, it's in space. Got money. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> I, I, I got a trailer or something. So okay. Kingdom Hearts 3 is getting its first. Is it its first? Yes. Downloadable content? It's first downloadable content a year after the game's release. And, say, didn't shit yeah. And of course, they can't just call it. They can't just call it Kingdom Hearts 3. DLC one. No, it has to have a dumb Japanese oh title. Uh, it is called Remind, but remember, small e, capital mind, Remind. Uh, it's coming to PS4 on January 23rd, 2020, and then the Xbox One on February 25th, 2020. Uh, apparently, the trailer went up on YouTube and then was taken down. I guess they launched it prematurely. Don't expect or expect this probably to be announced formally at the Game Awards in that case. Um, they did say that they have Final Fantasy characters in the trailer, uh, like Aerith, Leon, and Yuffie, um, for the folks that did get to see it beforehand. Yep. I watched the trailer, and um, I have played two and two-thirds of Kingdom Hearts games and watched I my that way was the name through of some of the game. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be. Jesus fucking Christ, this series is dumb as shit. No, I played Kingdom Hearts one. I I played Kingdom Hearts two. I'm two thirds of the way through Birth by Sleep, and then I just sort of like hit a wall with it because I was like, this game's just making me sad, and I'm tired of watching these dumb boys make very dumb decisions for themselves. And um. Because I wanted to play Kingdom Hearts 3, and then they, they announced that they were going to like do DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3, so I was like, well, I'll just fucking wait until all of the DLC is out, and then I'll then I'll get like the complete edition, final mix, whatever they're going to fucking call it. But like, I watched the trailer for this, and I was like, yo, I don't know what's going on in this trailer. Well, that, Carrie, I'll read you the official overview from Square itself. Uh-huh. 
Remind, the other tale that unfolded during the climax of Kingdom Hearts 3. Determined to rescue Kairi, Sora travels to the Keyblade Graveyard a short time before the final battle was to take place. Lacking a corporeal form, he traces the hearts of the seven Guardians of Light. Through experiencing their personal battles firsthand, Sora is about to discover truths that he has never before imagined. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. The term, I don't the know term what that corporeal means. form should not be in a in the description of this game. It should. No. It should. No. Right here it should. Fucking so, like from from what I understand, like basically, it means that you're gonna get to play as the other guardians of light because, like, they show. Like, the thing that people were really fucking excited about is that, like, oh, Kyrie's finally fucking playable in this DLC. And I'm like, cool, because, like, they sure hyped her up that she was going to be in 3, and then she was, like, barely in the game, and then they fucking fridge her at the end of the game. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Kingdom Hearts is stupid. I like it a lot. I'll eventually <laughs> finish it. Uh, 2K dumb as hell. <laughs> uh, 2K Games has announced the formation of a new studio called Clown Chamber, Cloud Chamber. Sorry, not Clown Chamber. And uh, they've announced that they are working well, on the Clown Chamber. <laughs> well, they've they've announced they are working on the next Bioshock game, a game that is still a few years away from release, according to 2K. Uh, there's not much really to say about it because we don't know anything about it yet because they literally just announced today. Uh, that it's being worked on. So more news on that to come. Uh, finally this week, just to give Micah a perfect segue into the Amazon ad read, Louis Vuitton and League of Legends are are joining forces to come out with a League of Legends hoodie that you can get for the low, low price of 2,400 American dollars. And it's ugly as shit, just like <laughs> everything else Louis Vuitton puts out. <laughs> Yo, yeah, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton is, is ugly. It's awful. Ugly. <laughs> I don't it's get fucking it. ugly. Louis Vuitton is like the greatest fucking con scheme in fashion <laughs> because everything that they put out is fucking hideous. But like people are convinced to wear it because it's a big time, like high fashion brand name. Stop buying Louis Vuitton. That shit is ugly. And I am absolutely judging the shit out of you if I catch you wearing that shit. That's ugly ass hoodie. I'm gonna beat you up if I see you wearing this twenty four hundred dollar League of Legend Louis Vuitton hoodie. I can't wait. If I see, see all if the, I uh... see this at Magfest, I'm gonna punch the shit out of you and take your lunch money. I can't wait to see all of the uh, all of the prominent League streamers rocking this hoodie on their uh, on stream when they're playing League of Legends. And I can't wait to hear that they had to give it back. $2,000 hoodie and Louis Vuitton is not going to let some sweaty ass gamer funk up their stuff. Um, there's a reason that, uh, Louis Vuitton is, is, um, uh, you can easily make faux copies of them because they look gaudy. And, um, no, this stuff is, this stuff is trash. You're right. Um, I don't like, when fashion like people have to tag all of their shit with their initials, like it just seems, it just seems lame to me. You know what I mean? Like, like that would be like having a chap's sweater on with just a bunch of C's all over them. Like it doesn't, <laughs> like it looks stupid. Not a big, not stupid. a big Dolce and Gabbana fan. Then are you? 
No, not not <laughs> at all. Um, but if you are a big Louis Vuitton fan for some strange reason, go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. When you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon, you can buy outrageously expensive hoodies. Oh, you can get and, Louis Vuitton shit on there. Yeah, of course you can because it's because it's cheap. I mean, you, not cheap. It's it's. I was going to say. Uh, I don't think the fucking thirty two hundred dollar backpack. That no, looks it's like not. It's not. It's not cheap, but it's no. it's like hood rich. Like <laughs> like it's not classy. It's 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 it's, it's gross looking. So if you want gross looking apparel from Louis Vuitton, go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. When you do and you order something, uh, we get a cut of that and, and it goes to helping keep the lights on. So go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon and uh, we will know if someone bought a $2,000 hoodie. We'll and, and we'll get a good chunk of that fucking sale too. Please buy that hoodie from using our Amazon <laughs> link because that'll be a nice, uh, <laughs> nice chunk of change heading into the network for sure. I so, just went to the Louis V website just to see how much. There's a tank top that costs eleven hundred dollars. Yep. Yo, this Yo is, I'm gonna fight the next person I see wearing. Well, this is this T-shirt is six hundred and set. God, no wonder they. No wonder they oh. had the money to buy. Uh, to buy Tiffany's. <laughs> Tiffany's? A, a t-shirt. Yeah. Damn. Can't go to Tiffany's. Not, not, not like I'm going to Tiffany's. <laughs> but <laughs> what the fuck, yo? I'm not JTD. Uh, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there's so, a whole there's a whole League of Legends collection for this stuff, man. Like it's not just a hoodie. It's like well, like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm assuming the hoodie was the most egregious thing within the collection, which is why it was called uh, out specifically. Probably the leather bike jacket. It probably cost more. Let me see how much this thing costs. Five thousand six hundred and fifty. <laughs> cool. Okay. You know what? What a what a what a very odd like synergistic relationship, right? Because there are Louis Vuitton skins in League of Legends, right? Like That's weird. What the hell is that? Like okay. It, it's just a, again. It's just Louis. It's it's like that Capcom branding with Street Fighter. Like like it's yeah, but just that, a bunch but that's of their Louis own LV brand. Like, like if Riot Games wanted to plaster their shit all over League of Legends, I'd at least understand that. It's weird right. bringing in an outside company <clears throat> to do that. This is, what's the demographic for someone that's going to purchase eleven hundred dollar hoodie and plays Louis and, and, and plays um League of Legends or watches League of Legends? Where's the or where's even the, knows what the League of Legends Venn diagram? Yeah, where does the Venn diagram connect there? Where does that intersect? The Venn diagram looks like a pair of fish eyes. They're just <laughs> on opposite sides. <laughs> oh my god. That shit doesn't make any sense, you know. That's so yo, that's that's you're irresponsible if you pay eleven hundred dollars for a fucking hoodie. Like for real. I guess if you just got the money to just blow on that shit, fine, but good lord, you know. A watch strap. Is four hundred twenty? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's probably it. Probably ain't I'm, worth it. I bet. So I'm done. 
So there you go, Brad. That's that's uh, we need you to review the the, the Louis Vuitton League of Legends. Watch Strap. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I I will I will front myself as an influencer for Louis Vuitton and get them to send me one, <laughs> and then I'll review it. Good God. So uh, we move to the Dense Pixels post office where you can ask us uh, questions about video games and other stuff at the densepixels.com slash fans <coughs> Facebook fan group. Now, I barely follow Street Fighter. And so when other stuff in fighting games comes up, um, I'll I just read the question and let Mike and Terrence uh, answer this for me because they'll know what this means because I do not. Malcolm asks... What did you guys think of Terrence King of Drip Carpenter? I mean, Leroy Smith reveal trailer. Also, can Ono sue Harada for putting copyright Sagat in Tekken 7? Um, um, I like Johnny's uh, response. Uh, Fucking ca- 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 cameo just, like, yelling at the crowd. That was pretty funny. <clears throat> he was um, so first fucking first mad that that shit got leaked. I mean, it was funny. Leroy he was just like, was he was like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. There was no leak. Shut up. <laughs> that dude is a he, he 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 knows what he's doing. He's fun. And man. I don't I like that. Yeah. Leroy Smith is dope. He looks dope. He looks like a Akira from from uh, Virtual Fighter. That's what he plays like. His fight style. Um he has a dog that you can sick on people. <laughs> and he black as shit. Yo, he, he's <laughs> you got like a, oh, he got a bit. Got like a pit. <laughs> he got a pit. He, he got a big ass gold chain. He got a gold chain on the pit. Like that's how <laughs> black. <laughs> and he's got a pimp outfit. He's yo, his uh, own song. Yo, I was terrible. First of all, but you know, it is. But I was down for Leroy the second I saw him, and um, I uh, I've been playing Tekken a little more just to kind of build up my fight money and. And uh, to get back into it, because I really want to play Leroy, um, because he, yo, he's an old blind black man who's a pimp who literally beats people with his cane, with his pimp cane and dog. <laughs> like it's so cool seeing him beat up on like, you know, Kazuya. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to him. He comes out. Uh, him and uh, Ganryu come out on the 10th, which is tomorrow as of this recording. Uh, uh, Ganryu. I mean, yeah, I, uh, I never, yeah. I was never a fan of him to begin with. So I don't. No, I don't think anyone was. But uh, and he's he's like the Dan of of the Tekken universe. He's just a joke, right? And he's a creep too. He's always creeping on uh, uh, Julia Chang. Um, I like at the end of his trailer, like he he's got this i love julia shirt on and he's doing the things that julia does and the look on julia's face <laughs> she looks fucking disgusting yo she looks like she like you she looks like she's plotting on all the different ways she's going to take a knife and fillet his fat ass because she is so annoyed with this creep um and then they got uh, they they have a, a, a quote unquote new character who uses um, uh, Bruce's moveset, and <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, who is uh, a a a uh, a Thai a Muay Thai kickboxer, um, who uh, yeah he's pretty much Sagat like he's he's like he's like Tony Jaa meets Sagat right. 
and he's got all these weird tattoos on his face. Ta- face tattoos aren't cute, yo. Like that uh, <laughs> character would be all right, but he's got face tattoos. So I don't, I don't like the way they look, uh, and it's a shame because I like uh, the Muay Thai kickboxers in Tekken. Like they look cool, right? But um, his trailer is funny because you see Marduk, you know. I'm number one, you know, can't nobody beat me. And all of a sudden you see all these Thai soldiers come out and they're like, bring in the, bring in the, the asset or whatever. Right. And a helicopter comes down and this, this big ass, like, like carbonite stone falls down. <laughs> and, and, and like he, he gets, uh, I think the guy's name is fucking Tony, Tony Sagat, Tony Sagat's fucking, he, he, he busts out of this thing and he, he's staring down Marduk, right? Like he's a head taller than Marduk, right? And then they cut to a scene of actual gameplay and he's just a little shorter than Marduk. Right. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's, that's really weird. But, um, but he looks fun. Uh, I wish there was a way to, to, he, I mean, he's the most ridiculously looking one. Like, Tekken has had like a like a somewhat realistic art style, right? Where all the fighters look like, you know, athletes and bodybuilders. This guy has a 40-inch chest and a 20-inch waist. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't look right. But <laughs> but I'm excited for it. I can't I can't wait to play as Leroy. Bring um, on Leroy. I'll play you in Tekken. I'll lose, but I'll play you in Tekken. So if you can find me. I'll play. Uh, Christopher asks, what kind of game would you like to see make a comeback? Now, he says franchise. We've done that before. He, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with his other suggestion. A style of game that maybe we don't see that much anymore uh, that you would like to make a comeback uh, into gaming. I said no franchises, Carrie. Get that Golden Sun cartridge <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I don't know. What style of games do they not make anymore? Like you get, you got plenty of side scrolling. You got third person shooters, first person shooters. I don't like point and click adventures. Fuck that. Um, I mean, so like, I, I think for me, like, like, like side scrolling brawlers is a genre yeah. of game that has been very few and far between. And we've and we've seen them kind of start to dabble in interesting ways to do that. Like Dragon's Crown was a really interesting uh, spin on the brawler uh, yeah, genre like gameplay. Beat em ups come back like yeah. an arcade style beat em up, but do but but do something like modernize them. Come out. Uh, sometime, who knows? <laughs> or is it out already? I don't no, know. I don't I think it's out yet. Switch or some shit. I don't. I don't <laughs> think you would have let that slide by you if that was the case. So yeah, probably not. Yeah. So I, I think but, like yeah. like 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 continuing to do stuff with older genre of games, like also like puzzle games. There's there's no like real puzzle games coming out anymore. It seems like what like. kind of puzzle? Like stuff that's new. Like that's I'll, I'll never forget. Well, like it can be falling block, but just different. So like one of the coolest games that came out in the like DS generation was this game called Layton. No, 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 not even Layton. Uh, this game called Meteos that came out. That was like kind oh, of sure. really interesting. I remember that. I remember that game. Yeah, that was a really interesting twitch on falling block puzzlers. And I just wish that people would experiment with that genre a little bit more. But obviously, they don't sell incredibly well. So. That's yeah. why you don't see anything coming out. I mean, I would like to see some some good, um, I guess, sort of like mystery narrative sort mm-hmm. of stuff come through. Because um, you you bringing up DS games um, reminded me of uh, one of my favorite DS titles was Hotel Dusk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like there haven't been a whole lot of like 
good sort of like mystery style games like that. Um, really, really in a minute. Um, I, I'd like more of that. I, I would like, you know, a sort of whodunit sort of narrative mystery or narrative puzzle game come out um, that like isn't an Ace Attorney or a Layton. Because um, much as I love both of those franchises, I would I would like to see something new come out. I think, yeah. All right, very cool. <laughs> um, Eric asks, "What is a game from this decade that left an impact on you?" Skyrim. I mean, what kind of impact are we talking about? Are we talking like I lost five hundred hours of my life <laughs> to this game kind of impact, or are we talking like emotional core kind of? I guess I guess you can interpret that however you want to. Honestly, uh, impact. I don't know. <laughs> what are the games no, I, for like, impact nominees? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think for me, like, um, like really, like I hadn't done, I like I hadn't played a like the Fallout that had come before i hadn't really even played morrowind or oblivion before i got into skyrim um but skyrim was sort of the first i guess like western style role-playing game that i got really really into um because i was like a jrpg snob um but yeah like skyrim sucked me in big time and then i like went back and played through oblivion um i tried to play through morrowind but that game looks like a foot so you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna catch me playing Morrowind. I have tried. Like I own Morrowind on Steam. And like just the animations in that game are fucking terrible. Like they don't have it modded to hell where it can look like playable at least. <laughs> like nothing. That game looks like shit, dude. Mm. Um but but yeah, like I like I don't think if I had really gotten into Skyrim that I then would have gone on and played the contemporary fallouts and really enjoyed fallout. And, um, I probably wouldn't have gotten into dragon age or, or any of those other, you know, Western RPGs. So, I mean, I can tell you that the game from this decade that I, <clears throat> that I was the most, it, like, I don't usually get emotionally invested in the too many games. Like I'm very clinical, I guess you can say when I play most video games, but fuck mass effect three, man, like that game was using cheap tricks left and right to fucking pull the old, pull the old heartstrings all the time. And there's, there's not been a game that I've sat on a decision screen, like wasted more minutes sitting on a decision screen for longer uh, than in mass effect three, just in general, like not, not one specific decision, but just throughout the game entirely. Like if they did those, like a telltale game where you have like a timer, I would have been fucked. Like I just would have screwed the entire time because like 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 literally the Morden decision like the Morden decision was the worst one. I shit you not. I sat there for ten fucking minutes like trying to figure out what the fuck I was what the fuck I should do in that situation. Which is which by the way is how I knew that Outer Worlds uh, hooked me in immediately because the first key point you have in that game where you have to decide which which way you're routing the power. Yeah, who you want to? I sat there for I swear to God I sat there for five fucking minutes like. Fuck! Like, what do I do? Uh, that, that, that was a very easy decision for me. Yeah, that was easy for me, man. I, you know, I turned I turned into Jim Sterling. Like, fuck these corporations. <laughs> these terrible. Uh, I got to have it both man. ways. By the way, thank you very much. I chose to route it to the town, but I still got to have it have it my way. 
at the end of the day. <laughs> um, when did Mass Effect 2 come out? Uh, that was the last decade, unfortunately. You can't count it. Oh, okay. Um, it might have to be Mass Effect 3 then, because um, Mass Effect is my favorite franchise. And um, in large part, to 2. When did that come out? 2009. You, you, you just, it just made, missed the cutoff. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> when did it come out? Yeah. What? Mass Effect 2 came out in 2009. 3 came out in 2012. That does count. No, it doesn't. This, this, no, 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 no. This, this decade is 2010 through 2019. Is it a rolling year or is it a calendar decade? we're still in the same. No, no we're, we're talking about the tens here. Yeah, the tens. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're still within the decade between 2009 and 2000. No, no, no. We're, we're talking no. about the decade of the tens, not the aughts. They leave, leave the aughts where they were. That was last I don't decade. Even, I don't even know what I, I – yeah, I don't really get that emotionally uh, attached to games, so I don't have any. I think, uh, like, if we're talking uh, emotional impact, I think I was, like – the the character that made me like fucking want to wring his neck harder than any other character in the last decade, motherfucking Solus from Dragon Age Inquisition. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I still need, and I, I I've been crack fucking that egg to. so fucking hard. Yeah, I still need to actually play that game through fully. I need. I'm I'm just gonna. I I've resigned myself to having to just go back and restart it at some point, but I just don't know when. Yeah, I've tried several times. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm just not. Can't do it. So, um, let's see what else we got here. Jay has descended from the penthouse to interact with the commoners and ask us, are we going to lay hands on these non-believers in that Jesus game, <laughs> a.k.a. Nazareth's game. Revenge? Yeah, There's a first-person Jesus game coming out on, like, PlayStation 4 that's just called I Am Jesus Christ. That should have wild. <laughs> hey, look, I, I, lo- I love truth in advertising on a title. As, that's what I'm going to say. Um, it's been it's been on Steam apparently. Okay. Uh, or no, it's coming soon. Still, it's, it's a, coming soon. You, the the official Steam description: <laughs> Become Jesus Christ, the famous man the on famous earth. Famous man. The famous <laughs> man on earth. In, in this highly realistic simulation game, pray oh like him for getting superpower. I love the ca- they ca- they capitalized like him. him from Bible, oh like casting demons. <laughs> Healing and feeding people, resurrection and more in I Am Jesus Christ. So it's you walking around do, just doing this at things. Oh, my yeah, God. What, it's pretty what foreign atheist <laughs> created that description. There though. is there. That's that's an amazing. Oh, my God. There's so much. There's I, so much to unpack in that description. They capitalize him, which kudos for that. Wait, wait, wait to stick I mean, to the uh, stay, <laughs> stay, stay, stay on brand. With you that. get to be oh my god! You get to be first person crucified. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also <laughs> I also love how it's healing, healing, feeding people, resurrection, <laughs> and more. <laughs> like, like, like fucking yeah. the game. Right. Like, him, like uh, <laughs> he had a bucket of fish, and he was just creating fish in a bucket. Oh my god! Just feeding people. Right. Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, we killed Carrie. I mean, actually... if you could do more than resurrect, <laughs> like that's. That's kind of the big Wait. thing in Christianity is the resurrection. Guys, you how, get, you how, get much, to, you how get much does this cost on Steam? Oh, it doesn't <laughs> say. How? I mean, is is there a price that'd be enough to pay for this? Are you getting me? Uh, <laughs> I believe it's ten percent of your monthly income. <laughs> 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 oh 
god, that's perfect. Um, oh, guys, you get to you get to sit at the, you get to do the Last Supper. That's like that's one of the highlight missions of the game. I'm gonna yeah, but then you're gonna what, get stabbed in the back. Though? That's true. Like I I took a I took a sociology class about religion in undergrad, so I'm 100 qualified to stream this as an atheist. Uh, look. There's a uh, Does Chris I, Jericho hit you with the Judas effect. So, in that game? Well, it's like I have a lot of questions because like this gameplay footage is showing there's like a meter on the side and it's like is that is that how much Jesus juice is like <laughs> oh, in God. in in his body that he can do? I also like how it goes like he he's just him fucking T posing in the in the title screen and then it cuts to him like moving the rock out of the way in his crypt and, and i guess that's the end of the and game by, and by the way in case Plus you it's not in case you were wondering um this is the, the the protagonist of this game is definitely white jesus because further down in the description it says have you ever wondered what it's like to be him one of the most privileged and powerful people in the entire world <laughs> This is really yeah. good. Even white Jesus got white privilege. God damn. Uh, check if you can perform all famous miracles from the Bible like Jesus Christ. It is a simulation game, and you, you can try to save the world as he did. Are you ready to fight with Satan in the desert, exercising <laughs> demons and curing sick people, or calm the storm in the sea? Pray like him to get your Holy Spirit's power and help people around you. Fight with evil, make miracles, resurrect dead, feel and act like him. If you are a game lover, why not get to know his past, his his past, his challenges, his sufferings, and his powers? Reach the final stage of resurrection and show the world that you are alive. Key features. <laughs> open so world. Open world, special skills, a realistic fight with Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would love to know the uh the, the the parameters that that statement is made. Uh, <laughs> over thirty miracles. Left, over thirty miracles, like healing people, walking on water, calming storm, feeding people. Now I the... didn't know feeding people was a miracle. Jesus, um, baptizing and getting superpower of Holy Spirit, praying and increasing of Holy Spirit, crucifixion and resurrection. Now, are the miracles the main <laughs> campaign, or are those your side quests that you have throughout the uh, oh. throughout the ordeal? <laughs> So. I think your main quest is to go in the desert and have a fist fight with Satan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. uh, the, the screenshot of the Satan fight. Um, oh, yeah. This whole game is you just doing this. Just like <laughs> fucking jazz hands at people. Mm, I, I prefer a ranger class for my Jesus personally. So. <laughs> uh. Fucking Jesus fucking... Double gun point miracles and shit. <laughs> that's right, fa- Family Guy, or yeah, Family Guy, or no, Dogma Jesus. That's the yeah, that's the preferred yeah. uh, fucking Buddy Christ. Preferred... <laughs> Fish. <laughs> Jay would not like this game because I'm looking at the thing on Steam, and the second screenshot is Jesus washing someone's feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's you gotta watch a... the feet to get the superpower. This is a horror game for Jay. Jay don't have feet. <laughs> Oh my god, Johnny asks, what horribly kept secret reveals are you hoping to see at the Game Awards this week? I hope we see the Jesus game. Uh, it's already been revealed, too late. They should have saved it for uh, for later this week. I uh, forgot that game. I mean, that thing was coming out this week. When is it? I think it's Thursday, I want to say. Wow, really? Yeah, something like that. 
We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about the results. Yeah, it's when, uh, fucking bizarre. Death uh, Stranding um, sweeps it. The Batman game. The trailer for the new Batman game. Oh, yeah. You know what? We were supposed to get that. It would not shock me at all if, like they, if they held yeah, that. Yeah, I think, I think so. we're going to get that. Hmm. I um, want um, be mad an announcement. I want an announcement for a Superman game. How about that? Hmm. Very interesting. That would, that would be interesting if they were to actually accomplish a good Superman game. We'll yeah, see. That's what I want to because that Rocksteady's not doing the Batman game, right? No, wow. no, they're nope. they're doing some, something now. else rumored. So, yeah. yeah. So I think I think uh, yeah, I want to see a Superman game from Rocksteady. See if they can do it. Uh, we we have to get a wrestling question on before we before we part ways today. So we'll go to Cam who asks uh, thoughts on Batista and the NWO. Specifically, Hogan Hall, Nash, and Sean Waltman being the first announced Hall of Fame members uh, for 2020. Um, Batista's I a Nats fan, so. Hall, <laughs> Nash, and Waltman, fine. Fuck Hogan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hogan, yeah. Hogan doesn't get the double dip, yo. Not as Hollywood Hogan. Yo. Nah, nah, yo. I, I don't like your ass to begin with. But I know, I but are you are you Hulk going Hogan. to? Uh-huh. Uh huh. You you're not going to put the NWO in the WWE. Get the fuck out of here. Shut up. Don't be don't no, be stupid. I, you could put the NWO in there. You could put the Outsiders in there. You know. You could put Micah Waltman in there. Micah, <laughs> you cannot no. put the NWO in there without Hollywood Hogan being part of the group. I don't know why the fuck Sean Waltman is is a part of this equation. Quite frankly, I don't either. Yeah, like but... you could have just gone with the core three. We could have just did the outsiders. How about that? Put the no, outsiders. You have to fucking Hall put Hogan Nash, in there. It yeah. doesn't work without I just, Hogan. I, just, I know you hate Hogan. I, I understand that, but I, look, I get it. I get it. I get it. He's the third man. He's the third man. Hulk Hogan showing his true fucking colors. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I get it. Uh, I get it. Frankly, I'm shocked uh, that they're not in yet. Like I'm, I'm shocked it took this long to get the NWO into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of running out of people, right? Like, no, isn't Nash already in it? Yeah, na- no, Diesel is in the Hall of Fame, Micah, and so oh, is Ra- and so is Razor Ramon. So, I, so, so I wonder, I wonder if uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash will be considered two-time Hall of Famers with this. Uh, Diesel, with this announcement. Razor Ramon, and Hulk Hogan are in the Hall of Fame, and now Nash Hall and Hollywood Hogan are going to be in it. God damn it, yeah. Now it's just a fucking wrestling joke. is stupid. <laughs> uh wrestling is amazing. Like like it they, is amazing. Like Carrie, Carrie, they literally inducted Scott Hall into the Hall of Fame as Razor Ramon, and they did not refer to him as Scott Hall, despite the fact that everyone just refers to him for the last twenty five years as Scott Hall. But they're like, <laughs> no, this is very specifically Razor Ramon. We'll take care of Scott Hall once the NWO gets into the Hall of Fame, which is inevitable. <laughs> Remarkable. Uh, Batista's yeah, Batista's is a good choice uh, as well. Yeah. So look, what what I need, I I needed to be known about Batista is that I challenged him to an arm wrestling match at the radio booth on Nats, Nats concourse behind section 107 during the playoffs and he did not show up. Therefore he is a coward. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, that, that's a good first two choices. Those are definitely going to be like the biggest ones for <laughs> sure. Um, I'll be curious to see who else, uh, who else gets into the mix. Uh, for the Hall of Fame, I like the hall of fame a lot. 
I, I'm always I, I love watching that event just because I like to hear old wrestlers fucking wax poetic about the glory days. So. Yeah, but that like here's the thing with Hogan, right? Like Hogan can never just be like a dude. Like he always feels like he's on, like mm-hmm. he's always in character. And I get it, right? But at the same time, like this is a different era. You know what I mean? Like, like when Hogan was calling people niggers and shit, like that's the real Hogan. Like, just like can we can we can we can we get that just without the you know name calling? Like every time you see Hulk Hogan now, it's like, well, let me tell you something, Alexa Bless. You better eat your weedy, eat your eat your vitamins and set your prayers. Like all right, all right, all right, all right. Just calm down. I'm just trying to have a. Con- I, I just asked you how you're doing. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need all that. Uh, personally, I'm looking forward to him doing what I know he's going to do for the induction ceremony, and that's growing out the black underbeard. Uh, that was the Hollywood Hogan trademark. I I, I do like that look for him, but uh, it always looked like painted on, like a little too much just for men. You got a you got a big beard now, Brad. You might want to think about. Doing a two tone facial hair. I could I could do that now if I wanted to. Like I could I yeah. could I could pull off the Hollywood Hogan look. I have too much hair up here to to really do it. But uh, you have hair up there. Yeah, period. That's, that's also true. <laughs> I don't know who the hell he thinks he's fooling with the with those bandanas with the silly string coming out. Of it. But <laughs> give it up, bro. So, uh, but yeah. So, like I said, looking looking forward to seeing who else makes it and a and a. I, I guess I, I really I guess the reason the NWO did not make it sooner is because of the Hogan racism nonsense that kind of kept him on the fence for the last couple of years. Yeah. And now everything is forgiven, apparently. Yeah, well, when there's money to be made, Micah, you know, you yeah. know how it goes. Uh, Carrie, I would implore you at least, though, to I, I will probably send you a link. Uh, you should watch the formation of the NWO. It is it is arguably the most important moment in the history of professional wrestling. Um, okay, and it's it's just, it's a cool thing. Like I said, it's a very interesting, organic uh, crowd response moment to a very unexpected at the time happening. And it's uh, Yo, people were heartbroken, Carrie. They were heartbroken. Like, like who's your like who? What what idol did you look up to as a child? Uh I guess Yvonne Rodriguez. It I don't know. Like, I, I don't know who that is. It would be like, it would be like Yvonne Rodriguez. Like, uh, who, who the hell is Yvonne Rodriguez? He was he Rodriguez? was a catcher for the Texas Rangers, predominantly one of the greatest catchers of all time. I mean, imagine, imagine him throwing a game, and you found out. Mm, okay. Against against like, your blood rival, like like imagine that when he played for the Nationals. Uh, he in, he in a, in a seminal game uh, that might have determined the Nationals' playoff hopes against the Phillies. He he purposely threw the game and then immediately asked for his release from the Nationals and signed with the Phillies unexpectedly. And the Phillies knew, like they made it known that they that they had a guy on the inside. And you were like, oh, who could this be? Like you speculated about everybody on the team. As to who could it be that's the Washington Nationals traitor. But you think, surely it can't be Pudge. There's no way that Yvonne Rodriguez could be the guy. He's always been a noble player for the Washington Nationals. But lo and behold, uh, he he screws you over and then rips off his Nationals jersey. And there's like a Philly Fanatic t-shirt on underneath. 
And and that's that's kind of like Hogan joining, forming the NWO, I should say. But I feel like that's sort of what Bryce Harper did, just like in general. It's so, it, that, a little bit more of a long drawn out process, but that that yeah. if like if Bryce Harper was like, guys, I'm definitely going to re-sign with the Nationals, and everyone was like, this is great, and then like the next day he signed signed with the Phillies. Mm. That's sort of kind of what it is. It's a cool moment. Mm. Everyone should okay. watch it if you have not seen it yet. Um, but I would imagine most folk, most wrestling fans listening to this podcast have seen it multiple <laughs> times. Um, but yeah, like I said, they were throwing, the fans were throwing literal garbage in the ring and Hulk Hogan, <laughs> to his credit, cut like the best promo of his entire career, essentially, yep. in, in the moment that it was necessary. So, and then it got memed to death with all the LeBron James memes, which were an absolute delight when he, <laughs> when he, when he signed with the, with the, when he signed with the, with the heat. Which I absolutely loved. Uh, so that is it for this week. Thank you guys, everyone that submitted questions, even if we did not get to them on the show. Uh, and that will do it for us. So make sure you join our fan group, uh, densepicks.com slash fans. Subscribe to the podcast, no matter what app you use for your podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash densepixels. And you can also follow us on Twitch. Uh, Carrie is up. It's Carrie. At Ter- Terrence is Apparition410, and on the very rare occasions that I stream, it is on the Dense Pixels YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dense Pixels. Uh, gentlemen, ladies, thank you guys very much for participating this week. Thank you guys for listening watching, and we will see you all the next time. Thanks. Take it easy.